Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Thank you very much and welcome into this week's edition of Real Golf Radio, a PGA Championship edition from Rochester with love. And I'll tell you what, what a golf course Oak Hill and its new redesign has turned out to be for this 105th playing of the PGA Championship. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, so good to be with you. At Real Golf is a Twitter handle where you can follow along, give us your comments and thoughts and feedback, questions, whatever you would like. At Real Golf on Twitter, you can also hit us up on SiriusXM, iHeartRadio, or wherever your favorite podcast is found. Our flagship station is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. Of course, Bob's dad, Billy Casper, 51-time winner on the PGA Tour. He's a Hall of Famer. Won three majors, two U.S. Opens and a Masters, and uh, a successful Ryder Cup captain and the winningest U.S. Ryder Cup point earner in U.S. Ryder Cup history, so knows a little thing or two. What was it about the PGA Championship, though, Bob, that uh, your dad just couldn't quite, you know, he's not the only one. Arnold Palmer failed to win a a PGA as well, but uh, just didn't quite get it done. No, he uh, runner-up three times, but just didn't quite get it done, and... You know, I think uh, 56 or 57 was his first runner-up in the PGA Championship, and then a couple more times after that, I think 1966 also. But, um, you know, Dad, Dad enjoyed the PGA Championship, just just came up a little bit short. Was given the uh, awarded and honored with the Lifetime mm-hmm. Achievement Award from the PGA yeah. of America before he passed away. I guess that's probably going on about 10 years ago that he was yeah. awarded that. So pretty Yeah, neat that was stuff. the year we were at Whistling Straits. Yeah, yeah that yep. was cool. So, hey, it was great to uh, to be out in Rochester this week to go out and see this golf course for ourselves. You know, it's one of those. I'll, I'll tell you what, I am I'm overwhelmed at the challenge that is yeah. presented to these players. Wow, what a difference it is! If you're hitting fairways versus not hitting fairways, that is the key. And of course, at the end of the day, you've got to knock it onto the green to give yourself an opportunity. But we're going to get into it. We have got a one 
beautiful looking leaderboard with major champions right there and a bunch of guys that you might be thinking how did they get here what kind of a path did they take we've even got one of the 20 club pros that is in the top 10 that's pretty cool stuff tough golf course tough challenge great weekend ahead at oak hill for the 105th pga championship we'll get into it all next are you looking to improve your baseball swing you need the rip grip pro Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com, and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life, from carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between. You have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. See store for details. For powerful HP tech your business can count on, count on Staples. Staples has great prices on a full range of HP printers, PCs, laptops, and monitors. And now through May 27th, score an extra $50 off all HP laptops regularly priced $599.99 and above with the Staples Connect app. Plus, this week only, the HP OfficeJet 9015E Wireless Color Inkjet Printer is $70 off. For the best deals on the best HP tech for your small business, shop Staples. In-store only. Excludes Chromebooks and clearance. Progressive presents an ad from Mom. When you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive... (laughs) Bundle? That's a cute word. What? Read it again? Okay. When you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive, you get round-the-clock protection. Oh, that's darn good. Because once my sister Dottie, my older sister Dottie, her basement flooded. Get round-the-clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Check out CollectibleExchange.com and use code RADIO20 for 20% off between now and Father's Day. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you. That's code RADIO20 at CollectibleExchange.com. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile, unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer, new customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Now, back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back in. This segment is brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Exciting times next Saturday, week from today, Memorial Day weekend on May 27th. The Black Desert Resort, the Tom Weiskopf Championship Design Golf Course, opens all 18. Now, my understanding is the tee sheet is completely booked on that Saturday, but take a look at the rest for the weekend. Go to blackdesertresort.com, book your tee time, and experience 
all the Black has, Desert has to offer at this time. Now, all the rest of the amenities are still being built, the Resort Center Hotel, the water park, the residential buildings, the shopping, dining, all that stuff still to come, right? But the Black Desert experience is you pay one fee, you show up, you get breakfast, you get drinks and snacks on the golf course, you get lunch afterwards, and you play the fun, uh, what will be the top-rated golf course in Utah. It is unbelievable, and I'm excited for you all to try it. Let me know what you think. Go to blackdesertresort.com. And again, thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, it's been a pleasure to uh, have been in Rochester this week in Oak Hill and be able to experience this golf course. I, I'm telling you, Bob, when we walked out there, when we first arrived, it yeah. was evening time. We, we fought, went out to, wanted to see 14 through 18, and we as we walked around, we caught up to Matt Kuchar playing by himself in the twilight, and to see him try to hit the shots that that he might have to face in the tournament from the fairway you can do a lot of things you can really control your golf ball yeah when you just miss the fairway well you are you can't see their shoes when they're standing in there let alone the golf ball and while there is an opening to the green the big thing is is the balls come out dead so they rarely have enough momentum or energy to actually chase up that gap and get onto the putting surface well and so you start planning for the balls to come out dead and then all of a sudden you get a screamer and off off you go off the back of the green so it it's really hard to figure out what types of lies and what's going to happen but I'll tell you what if you hit it in the fairway and and you get the pins in some of the positions, not all the way in the backs of the greens because you don't want to go over the greens, but you get the pins in some of those positions that you can get them at, at them a little bit, then guys can make some birdies. I understand exactly what you're saying. I just have yet to see it. Now, I haven't watched every shot. Maybe you've seen. I haven't seen anybody go long. I haven't seen one screamer come out of there and go over the back of the green. Now, right. I, I know it's right. happened. I'm sure it's happened. But I just shot after shot. Now, my guess is is that they recognize that the penalty for going long is probably double bogey. Right. So they'd rather it come out. They'd rather guess for it to come out, you know, hot and have it come out dead and still be in short of the green and be able to pitch it up and make a, you know, try to make a par yep. that way, right? Yep. But it, it just seems to be getting everybody. And when you look at fairways and greens, it is, uh, it's always a good thing in golf. But particularly this week, the penalty for missing it, I can't even imagine these guys playing this golf course with the ball rolled back. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. and Brandel mentioned it. I thought well, you'd it was have to move it up. You, you, you definitely have to move it up. You would. And Brandel said, look, this is the way you set a golf course up to effectively roll the ball back. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is if players play these kinds of conditions on a consistent basis, they would, I think, what was the word he said? Uh, they would naturally move to a more spinny golf ball that they could control Correct. that would stay in the fairways better. Yep. Yep. Ah, interesting correct. take. Yeah. Yep. Hey, listen, we wanted to talk to Tony Finau, a good friend of ours. We were, while we were out there. We caught up with him on the putting green and talked with him about the golf course. This is prior to uh, round one of the championship. Here's Tony Finau and his thoughts on Oak Hill. All right. So we're here at the PGA Championship with Tony Finau. You've been around this golf course. I mean, all the talk is big, big golf course. What's your initial impressions? Yeah, exactly that. It's a big golf course. Um, only two par five. It's a par 70. So whenever that's the case, when you only have two par fives to score on, it's uh, it makes it difficult to score on a golf course like that. So um, the par fives are both over 600 yards, um, but the golf course is firm. So although it is long, if you're hitting the fairway, um, you know, I never hit more than a, a five iron into any of the par fours. Um, and even some of them that were 500 yards, when I hit a good drive, like on 18, I hit a pitching wedge in yesterday. Mm. Um, the wind was helping a little off the left. Um, I hit a 9-iron. I played the back 9 twice already. I hit a 9-iron into 18, 
Um, yesterday I hit a pitching wedge in a 17 wow. with some rolls. So the golf course is firm. So, you know, if you're, you know, I got asked, you know, what's going to be the hardest part about the week as far as playing. It's just hitting the fairways. If you're able to hit a lot of fairways this week, it's a golf course that you can do some damage, you know, and doing some damage just means you're, you can shoot one, two under par. You know, this is not a place you're going to see guys shooting six, seven, eight under par. It's just, it's just not one of those courses. So anything under par, anything even or better, I think each day um, is going to give yourself, yourself a chance on Sunday. You know, there's been a lot of question with the PGA Championship coming to the east yeah. and the northeast as far as the condition of the golf course, sense yeah. of cold weather and that kind of thing. What's the golf course like out there? The golf course is unbelievable. It's super healthy, which um, I think is a worry when you have a golf tournament uh, around this time in this part of the part of the country. Um, it's extremely healthy, so um, I think it's going to be it's going to be a great test. The grass is uh, the rough is really long, so you just have to stay out of it as much as you can. You're not going to be able to hit every fairway, of course, but um, you know, hopefully for me, the fairways that I do miss, I'm still strong enough to get the ball advance it up close to the greens and um so it's a golf course the way i look at it you're gonna have to drive it really well and um, when you're not when you don't hit the fair around certain holes you're gonna have to get up and down around the greens so if you do those two things this week then you'll have a chance remember when we talked after wingfoot bryson just did the kind of bully ball that yeah. place right yeah. and you i think your comment was everyone was going to miss fairways regardless of what club you hit so you might as well hit it as far as you can is it different than that this week it is a little bit different this week, um, just because of the way this, this golf course is shaped. You know, there's, there's, there are certain holes that uh, it's not an advantage. It gives you enough fairway to, to lay back. Some of the holes, um, like number two, for instance, um, it's a 420-yard hole. You can hit driver, but it gives you about a 50-yard fairway if you hit a four-iron. Mm. So in that regard, you know, it's not the best to get it close to the green because I know I can hit the fairway with the four iron. On seven, I know I'm going to hit the fairway with the three iron instead of pumping it up there with the driver. So it's a little different than Wingfoot in that there are holes that I know if I hit an iron off the tee and play conservatively, I actually am going to hit the fairway. That wasn't the case at Wingfoot, but that is the case this week. So how many drivers do you think you'll hit out here? I'll still hit 10 or 11 drivers, but I will hit three or four iron off of three or four tees. So. The areas around the greens, a lot of uh, sloped-off areas. Yeah. Also, the bunkers are deep yeah. with big faces. Yeah. Uh, and the greens seem a little bit more tabletop compared to where the bunkers and everything is around the greens. Yeah, no doubt. If you if you miss the green, the chance of you playing to an elevated green are really high. Um, the runoffs, left, right, short, and long. This is a very traditional golf course in that you never want to be past the hole on any hole, yeah, above, um, the, above yeah. the hole on any yeah. hole. And long on any of these holes are, is, is terrible. Um, they're all slow back to front. So very old school in that way, in that regard. But no matter where you miss the green, you're going to be probably hitting to an elevated green. So um, it presents its challenges that way. Um, so, again, if you hit a lot of fairways, um, that's going to be your best shot this week. If you miss fairways, are you playing the run-up? you playing the, kind of the punch and getting it run up the gaps? Because it does open up in the front of the greens, right? Yeah, that's what I like about the course. You know, it allows you on some holes to run it up, but it all depends on the lie. You know, a lot of times when you hit it in the rough, you just got to get lucky. Sometimes the bigger miss is better than the small miss. You know, a major championship seems to be that way. Right off, <laughs> right off the fairway are the thickest rough, and then actually as you move further from the fairway and you start to hit it closer to the people, it's a little more trampled down. So not that I want to have a lot of big misses this week, but sometimes uh, it, it just depends on your lie. You know, if you're just, if I'm in really thick stuff, it's going to be hard for me to advance it very far because it is very thick. But if I get fortunate on a lot of the shots, then I, I am able to hit them onto the green. Does it fit your eye? 
It does. It's a, it's a golf course that looks pretty good to me. And, um, you know, I've, I've played it nicely over the last couple of days, hit some good shots. So um, in my memory bank, I've um, just in the couple of times that I've played it, um, feel pretty good about it. You know, a lot of people are saying hit the ball to the middle of the green and you can putt to the corners. Tell us about the greens and the slope and, and the speed and that kind of thing. Yeah, the greens, uh, the slopes are subtle. You're, you don't get any crazy. It, the greens remind me they look like Oakmont, but way less um, severe. They the look green, like washboards at Oakmont. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly, <laughs> compared to Oakmont. But they look like them, you know, like just right. meaning like back to front. Yeah. Some of, some of the greens are square. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. A lot of people are saying, you know, hit to the middle of the green. But every single hole, I feel like you're going to have a back left, back right, front left, front right. You know, you're, you're really going to get anything in the middle of the green. Um, so, you know, I, it's, it's a golf course where I know I don't have to be that aggressive, you know, because in, in my opinion, single digit under par is going to win, is going to win this week. And when that's the case, then, um, you're making a par is essential. You know, you're going to make a lot of pars and have a chance to win this week. So, um, I don't have to play the golf course and attack a lot of pins. So I probably agree in that regard where, you know, it's just about hitting the greens confidence level i guess for you is probably as high as it's ever been in your career right yeah no doubt you know anytime you're coming off you know a win in your last few starts um you have some confidence you know i've been playing some really nice golf um in in a lot of the tournaments um haven't been able to put together four good rounds you know obviously i did it once this week this year and winning in mexico so um definitely feeling good going into this week we wish you all the best thanks for your time thanks all right, that was Tony Finau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Got off to a tough start. He's been battling back, made the cut, and, uh, well, hopefully he makes a little run on the weekend. Like you said, he, yeah. he's got it in him. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, the interesting thing is is basically five through nine, four through nine, uh, Tony is plus 10. Ouch. He's five under for the other, uh, was it 12 holes? So yeah. uh, it's... It, those, that stretch is a bear. Hey, we'll talk more about it. Coming up next, our good friend Ian Carter with the BBC will join us. He's in town for this and get a, a perspective from across the pond next here on Rogue Off Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, that's 800-817-2968. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. 
move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number, call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738 You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio, PGA Championship Edition. And uh, really nice to see a good friend of ours this week of covering, of course, golf across the globe with the BBC. He's a senior golf correspondent. Uh, Ian Carter joining us right now. Ian, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, guys. It was lovely to see you earlier in the week. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate you uh, taking a moment. Well, this golf course has proven to be quite a test. We, along with the players, media, we were all anxious to see what this new redesign of Oak Hill looked like. And, boy, has it uh, been a big boy test for these players, probably giving uh, many of the best players more than they can handle, huh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, the fact that it's, uh, I mean, obviously we had rain Friday afternoon, but up to that point, it was playing very fast, very firm. It was very, very difficult for the players to hold fairways. And watching Justin Rose on Friday morning, um, not missing fairways by very much, but I think he only hit one or two in the entire round. And to to score as he did, uh, adding a 70 to a 69 was, was remarkable because this rough is very, very juicy. The undulations on the fairways, they're repellent fairways, and that makes it very difficult. We know how deep the bunkers are. Um, the, the whole redesign has opened up the golf course, but it hasn't made it any easier by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, it's a beast of a golf course. And if you look at the leaderboard, there's 11 guys under par, and that's more like what you would see in a U.S. Open. Yeah, it's just had a U.S. Open vibe all the way through, hasn't it? When you look at it, you look at how thick the rough is, how close that thick rough is to the fairways. That's got U.S. Open written all over it. And then you add in the runoffs, which uh, can make life more difficult. Some people say uh, that, you know, when you mow the grass, it makes the the game that much easier. But actually, I I subscribe to the argument that that short grass can be be a hazard. So you've got runoffs, you've got collars of rough. And as I say, those bunkers very, very deep. And the repellent fairways are the thing because as soon as the ball goes into the rough, if you can get it out, you lose so much control with those approach shots. So it really is a, a massive test. I remember talking 
to Matt Fitzpatrick on the eve of the, the championship and he just said, look, every aspect of your game is going to be tested here. The greens have been quick as well. They've been firm. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's got a real U.S. Open vibe to it. Ian Carter with the BBC joining us here from the PGA Championship. And, you know, it's interesting. Coming into this week, Ian, we talked a lot about, you know, the different kinds of champions that have uh, have prevailed at Oak Hill, you know, from the great Jack Nicholas to some surprises in Sean McKeel and Jason Duffner. When when you look at this leaderboard and you've got, you know, Scotty Scheffler's right up there, but you've also got some players that maybe we haven't heard so much about, a guy uh, like John Sue and, uh, you know, Keegan Bradley making a resurgence Callum Terran uh, you mentioned Justin Rose you know and and he certainly has been playing better having won earlier this year what what are your thoughts on the mix of players uh, in the leaderboard and anything particularly surprising it feels to me as though the, the, the cream is is coming through you're right to highlight those names and obviously Callum Tarrant is someone that I'm particularly interested in an Englishman uh, based over here in the United States has had an extraordinary journey from playing on the the very smallest tours graduating through China onto the Corn Ferry Tour and eventually making it onto the PGA Tour. And what an impressive young man he is. And, and he's, do, he's done it the hard way and he's just made progression bit by bit. And now here he is, having figured on the leaderboard at Brookline at the US Open last year, it, it's clear that he relishes the toughest test in the game. So a huge weekend ahead for him. But when I see the likes of Uh, Scheffler at the top of the leaderboard Victor Hovland who's due to make a major breakthrough Bryson DeChambeau a winner at winged foot feeling very much at home on a major leaderboard again Brooks Koepka is there and now Rory McIlroy you can put him into the mix his birdie at the last late on Friday giving him a 69 at level part he's going to be in the mix over the weekend if he can keep things going and Shane Lowry as well very very impressive on day two so um, you know, they, they, there are a lot of major winners up there, and and I think that's that's what you want to see, and that's often how you you judge a, a, a golf course in terms of the players that it identifies, and and it's starting to really identify those pedigree players. So I think we could be in for a hell of a weekend. So the other thing that we've noticed, you know, in the second round. Um, the, the winds were up a little bit uh, before the moisture came in, and we got that drizzle in the afternoon that kind of softened things up a little bit. But I'll tell you what, today, um, on Saturday, this looks like it's going to be a wet, soggy day for those guys. It does. And, and then you start to look at someone like Shane Lowry, who plays particularly well in those conditions and won his Open Championship in, in, in some of those conditions, didn't he? Um, so... Uh, yeah, I, I think it's good. You know, we've we've had everything, haven't we? We've had the frost. It's been a, a lot warmer today. That moisture is there, softening up the course, which I, it, you know does make it easier to score. But you're going to have to cope. It looks like uh, with with some real moisture on on Saturday, which really does set up the the course beautifully for for Sunday and 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 potentially issues out there. Hey, Ian, I was just going to ask you. A lot of times we get asked. You know who who tends to play great in uh, in tough conditions, wet conditions, muddy conditions, and uh, is there a particular thing that you look at at a player, or is it just uh, just your own sort of observations as to how they do in identifying a player that that plays better than others in in inclement weather? I think it's just resilience, isn't it? It's it's being um, and, and and I think that you know the, the very best players know that 
difficult conditions are going to take a big chunk of the field out and they're just determined not to be in that in that big chunk they want to make sure that 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 they take it literally one shot at a time and i think that's the players that it, it ho- helps most and and sometimes when you get those inclement conditions it makes it easier to take it one shot at a time just tick them off one as i say um you know one at a time and that is you know you know it as well as i do whenever you talk to a player who has played well, they have stayed in the moment. And sometimes difficult conditions can help a player do that. Ian Carter, BBC, joining us. Hey, before we let you go, when you look at um, you know the leaderboard and seeing that there's, what, 10, 11 guys under par, uh, how, how far back is too far back, in your opinion? And do you suppose that there's a low number in there for uh, some, some of the chasers to go up there and, and get themselves in the mix here on a moving day? Well, it could be in, in soft conditions on Saturday. That's obviously a, a, a possibility. I think anyone who's within two shots of par, so two over par and, and, and in. I mean, Justin Thomas came from seven back to win on the Sunday uh, at Southern Hills last year, but he didn't have that many players to overtake. At the moment, if you're two over par, you've got a hell of a lot of players to, to overtake, but Saturday is, is moving day. So uh, that gives them that, that opportunity to, to make that impression. Um, but they've got to do it on, on, on Saturday. I think seven shots back, given the packed nature of the leaderboard, come Sunday is not going to be uh, repeated. So I think Saturday is a huge day in the context of this PGA Championship. So anybody that you see there, especially in the under par, or like you said, maybe two shots down, anybody you see there that, that kind of this golf course favors a little bit more than the other guys? Uh, it's tough to say. I, you know, I, I, it's it's a big boys golf course, so um, Kepka would be one that, that that stands out to me. But over and above him, uh, you've got to say Scotty Scheffler, winner of the Players' Championship, a major winner at the Masters last year, uh, top twelve in every tournament that he's played in the last dozen events. He's the man to beat. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I guess finally, I got to ask you one more since we don't get a chance to talk to you all that <laughs> often. You know, there's there is some discussion around the live players coming and competing against the PGA Tour players. It feels like that um, friction is softening a little bit. What is your take on that whole dichotomy with those two groups coming together in events like this? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I, I, I think there is is a softening, but I do think that there's uh, an understanding, really, that when you come to the, the major championships and you're playing in those uh, majors, your concentration is purely on the golf, and you don't want to be caught in saying something that is controversial, that is antagonistic, that is going to then deflect attention away from what you're really concentrating on, which is the golf. We saw that at Augusta, and then you look at the, the weeks that followed there and all sorts of ructions on the, the, the European Tour, players resigning from the European Tour, uh, suspensions being handed out, fines being handed out, you know, all those kind of things going on. And, uh, and, and, and that, to me, suggested that the schisms are still very much there, but they just get buried in major weeks because there are bigger priorities at play at that stage. And, and I think that's why it feels like it's kind of softening this week it felt that way at Augusta, but in the intervening weeks, there's so much politicking going on and players giving their views and administrators taking the action that they've been taking. So I still think that there's a pretty deep division within the game. It's just that it doesn't do anyone any good be exploiting those or 
getting involved in the arguments that are ongoing when they're trying to win a major. Yeah, and these guys aren't less than. These guys are the same guys that have been playing on the PGA Tour and have had success out there. And it's, it's, in my opinion, uh, I I don't root for them, but I love seeing the competition. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's all you can hope for is the is the best competition. Ian, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And uh, best of luck uh, the rest of the weekend. We'll look forward to seeing you in Los Angeles in a month's time. Yeah, really look forward to it, guys. Always great to chat. All right. Talk to you again soon. Cheers. Take yep, cheers. There you go. That's Ian Carter with the BBC joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Always some great takes. Really appreciate him taking a few minutes to join us. And uh, I'll tell you what, the, the interesting thing is going to see as these major seasons continue to play out yeah. is, and, and the I guess with people leaving the European tours, you mentioned the DP World Tours, it's known now. And, uh, you know, what, what does that look like as we trend towards the Ryder Cup? You know, as we get through major season, the playoffs, and then the Ryder Cup is there. Will the picks be there? Will yeah. the, you know, what, what's going to all happen as this continues to boil over? And, uh, you know, if, if Europe somehow brings a team that just gets absolutely destroyed on their own home soil, if you will, because they just don't have the players because the players have all left to gone over to uh, live, it's going to ratchet up the conversation even further, isn't it? So yeah, I it think will. I think that, now I'm not saying that's going to happen, uh, but if it does, I, I think that's going to be one of those talking points that will be, you know, they still have a lot of great players over there in Europe and a lot of new blood coming into the mix. Uh, and, and that's what you, if you're a DP World Tour, that's what you need right now. You need to continue to develop those young players to replace. Let's face it, the old guard was old. You know, they they probably weren't at their best anyway. I don't think you're getting the best out of Garcia and Poulter and Westwood right. at this stage of their careers anyhow. So it's important to bring those new guys up and, and start that. But the, the difference is is the break. You can have a break in that chain where yeah. it has been so solid for two decades plus. Mm-hmm. And they've relied on the continuity from captain to captain and veterans to rookies to be able to guide that ship. And so now suddenly you're going to have a break and it's a new start. And these guys are coming into the best American team that we've seen in a couple of decades. And so if they start out the way the Americans started getting beat a couple of decades ago, it could be, you know, a long, a long road for, for uh, victories for the USA, which I'm not going to complain about because nope. in the most of the time we've been doing this show for 25 years, it's been mostly Europe and disappointment for team usa so um here's hoping that we can go on a a, on a bit of a uh, of a run but also make the Ryder cup or maintain the relevance of the Ryder cup with europe versus team usa all right we'll continue talking more of the 105th pga championship rochester new york oak hill country club the east course is a beast we'll talk more next right here on real golf radio everyone expects distance from their driver We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance. From Callaway, the kings of distance. 
We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with precision technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best better for everyone. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade, but it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. To Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio, 105th PGA Championship edition of the show. So good to be with you. Great to be out in Rochester this week. Got a little bit of the food experience. I'll tell you what, Bob, I I couldn't go for the garbage plate. I just couldn't do it. (laughs) I'm all about experiencing the culture and traditions of the local area, but that just looked gross to me. I'm sorry. It looked gross. So for those of you who don't know what the garbage plate is, and maybe some of you do that are from the the Northeast uh, back there in the Rochester area, two hamburger patties with cheese, a couple of hot dogs. Then they've got um, like home fries, big, almost like tater tots. And uh, and then they've got gravy and they've got all kinds of stuff that they put on this thing. Oh, it's like, let's talk like macaroni salad. Oh, yeah. That's in there. Just random stuff. It's just the garbage plate. It's like everything you throw in the garbage, you put on a plate, put gravy on it, and everybody eats it. Um, no thanks. <laughs> look, look, I I do enjoy like you know my mom used to make these great Sunday dinners, 
Yeah. And you'd have your mashed potatoes and your gravy and you'd have whatever, you know, meat or protein there and yeah. some vegetables and rolls. Hey, I'm all about mixing all that stuff up. Like yeah. if I got corn, corn's going in the gravy on the potatoes. That's just how it's going, right? <laughs> and then whatever I got left, I can mop that up with a roll. I'm all down for getting garbage like, but I, I draw the line at max salad mixed in with, I don't know, I just... It just I I couldn't do it. And the by the way, when we the, the little the little pub that we were eating at when he presented the garbage plate option, he's yeah. like, you know, the only thing is you'll pay for this later. And I was like, yeah. I can't afford to I'm already paying for bad decisions. I can't be paying, quote, more for even worse decisions. So no garbage plates for me. You know, it's kind of funny. I was watching the broadcast and they asked the guys about the garbage plate and showed them pictures of it and everything. And uh Jordan Spee said, um, I probably wouldn't eat that during the week, but I'll eat it on Monday. And then Justin Thomas goes, man, if I ate that, I'd have to take a big nap. And then Matthew Fitzpatrick goes, "Glad you said." Nap. well, that's America, all, all in one plate. Wow. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> we don't have any issues. By the way, this segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft family of golf balls, Chrome Soft XLS, Chrome Soft X, and Chrome Soft. Check it out. They've also got some really cool new patterns going with their Truvis line mm-hmm. as well as their full circle triple track. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. There so, you go. Yeah. So check that out uh, at CallawayGolf.com. Round number one. An hour and 50 minute frost delay. Let's just start right there, Bob, because the beginning of the discussions coming to the switch in the PGA championship from August to May revolved a lot around golf courses in the Northeast, like Oak Hill at Rochester. So Mm -hmm. we had some frost delayed the opening round. We've had some rain and some wind. We've had some cold temperatures. We've had, you know, some warm temperatures, you know, for the beginning of the week, it was lovely, right? In the seventies, it was very nice. Oh yeah. Uh, The only thing that I would be concerned about is if it got some sort of weather that either made play unavailable, right? Frost delays, but you know frost isn't going to stay there all day. I'm talking about snow, basically. If you got snow on the golf course, you can't play. So that's not been an issue. And the second thing is, is if the winter lingered too long, making it Linger so that longer. The, yes, so that the <laughs> golf course, don't get into that. So the golf course wasn't able to be made ready for championship condition. Yeah. None yeah. of those things have really been an issue. It's no, an outdoor sport. You're right around from Buffalo Bills have their training camp there. You know, fans and, and players, they're out there in frosty, freezing, snowy weather. You know, they're playing football, which I get as a different sport. So the fact that these guys had to bundle up a little bit or take on some different elements, it's an outdoor sport. I'm okay with it. For, for this week, it worked out just fine. I'm not too worried about that aspect of it, even though that was a talking point. And a lot of people said, hey, there wouldn't be a frost delay if this thing was held in August. Granted. But it also it wouldn't be it wasn't sweltering hot. So seeing these golf courses under different conditions is okay by me. Yeah, and the guys, you know, the, for the most part, they can throw on a couple layers or or just one layer, and they're fine. They're used to playing in elements and conditions. These are things that happen on a weekly basis on the PGA Tour. You know, the big comment or the big saying has always been: if you want to be, if you want to get rid of a drought or if you want it if you need water in the area where you're at bring the PGA tour in and uh, weather will come in behind them and you'll get uh, you'll get the water that you need but you know these guys don't have any problems going out and, and doing it yeah an hour and 50 minutes in the first round and it was cold you know it was uh, 40 40 something degrees when we got to the golf course and by the time the guys teed off, it was up over the 50s. And for the most part of us in the United States, 
we're used to playing golf, especially in the springtime, in the 50 to 60 degree range. And you know what? Guys played well, and guys are continuing to play net well. Now the interesting thing is what's going to happen with the weather uh, today and how much rain are they going to get? Yeah, that's going to be an issue for sure. We got rain. Surprise! I didn't know we were going to get the rain on Friday afternoon, but the umbrellas came out, softened the golf course a little bit. I think the players will welcome a little bit of softening, but hopefully it doesn't get sloppy. I don't think so. I think yeah. it's dried out enough that that the golf course is going to be able to handle the half inch of rain or quarter inch of rain, I guess, that they're expecting on that. So uh, round number one gets started. We talk about how hard this is all week, and then Higa goes out and birdies four in a row, 11 through 14, <laughs> after teeing off on 10 and lipping out one on 10. Uh but then he goes on to shoot two over, and the golf course caught up to him. Uh, Rory McIlroy got off to a tough start, and then he buried a, a putt from behind the green on two, and that jump started his round. He was three over at the time. Then he birdied three and four before a bogey at five. And look, he had his struggles. He said that he was not feeling well, a little bit of a temperature, uh, didn't didn't rest like he needed to, and you know he's been battling, but he's worked himself back into the top. What Absolutely. is he? Absolutely, he's tied, tied for eleventh. Eleventh. Right there you go. Yeah, at even par. Uh, so cool. he's just a he's not very many shots back. And well, let's let's get into that. Corey Connors uh, picked up his second win on tour this year at the Texas Open, which he'd previously won back in 2019. He's played in four PGAs, missed the cut twice. His best finish was uh, in 2021 when Phil won at Kiowa, uh, where he led after the first round, ultimately tied for 17th. But he's hanging in there. And it's interesting talking to the caddy. He keeps pointing to the fact that his uh, short game stats are terrible. And yet yeah, somehow he just keeps going out there and getting it done. And They're like the fifth worst on the PGA Tour. Yeah. <laughs> Yet, he said, think how good of a ball striker he is by virtue of, of where he's at and what he's been able to do on the PGA Tour. Yeah, and then he goes out and shoots another 68 on Friday. So, um, yeah, pretty pretty amazing stuff. When you look at this leaderboard now, Bob, mm-hmm. um, you look at Victor Hovland yep. and Corey Connors joining Scotty Scheffler, and then right behind them at four is Bryson DeChambeau. And tied for fifth is Brooks Kepka, uh, a two-time PGA champion. Well, mm-hmm. so let, let me do it. Let me do it justice. Okay. You got Hovland and Connors looking for their first major. Connors probably not in that conversation of guys that are on the doorstep of winning a major, but Victor Hovland sure is. And then you got Scotty Scheffler, who's uh, last year's Masters champion and current players champion. Bryson DeChambeau won the U.S. Open at Wingfoot. Brooks Kepka is a four-time major winning, including including a two-time PGA champion. Keegan yep. Bradley's a PGA champion. So, I mean, start start looking at Justin Rose tied for ninth. He's a U.S. Open champion. And then you got Sue and Taryn and Pendrith that are mixed in there. And that rounds out your top 10. And then just outside, how about more major champions? Shane Lowry, an Open champion. Rory McIlroy, a four-time major winner that we just talked about who got shot himself back in with a 69 and saved a 71 in round number one when he had it going the wrong way. So, uh, really intriguing top of the leaderboard. And to your point, Bob, all the players all the way down there to tied for 11th are all within uh, five shots of the lead. Yeah. So on this golf course, boy, we have seen double bogeys can happen without really too much effort. Right. And it's it's crazy when you get it off the fairway and then you get behind a, a tree or, you know, you try to advance it too far or you don't quite get it to the hole and you wind up in a bunker. The areas around the greens are very penalizing if you don't hit the green. Um and, and and some of those bunkers are five, six, eight feet deep. Um, and then you have the the shaved off areas or the the closely mourn areas off of the greens where the ball repels away from the green. So it's uh, it's extremely difficult. Another guy in there that's tied for eleventh, 
is Michael Block, a PGA professional from Southern California. He's at even par. Yes. And uh, he's right up there with the guys. Early in his second round, he was at two under par at one point for the tournament and was tied for second. Pretty crazy. It's unbelievable. It's awesome. You know, speaking of those club pros, I scrolled down all the way to the bottom of the leaderboard. And right there at the bottom, it at tied for a hundred or at 156 is Chris Sanger. I'm not trying to pick on Chris. He's a club pro. He yep. shot 84-81. That's plus 25. Okay. And my thought was, you could take my whole championship flight at my club, drop it on this golf course, and 84-81 would win going away. It's that hard. <laughs> it would. So there's it no would. shame. There's in- a lot of plus players at our golf course a lot of them right but so that's not to so i don't want anyone disparaging a guy in chris sanger or even gabe reynolds that's 20 over par look at these guys that i mean that's golf in their ball out there and uh, yep. I, I think it's cool that the pga of america stays true to the roots they honor these 20 guys they let them come in you know you could you could argue back and forth hey they're stealing spots away but hey, look it's a big field it's a big field. It's a lot bigger yep. field than you'd see at Augusta. Um, it's so uh, it, look. That's part of their identity. It's what we talked about earlier in the week. Is is what is the identity? Well, having the twenty club pros is part of that identity. Absolutely. And this, after all, you have ninety nine of the top one hundred players in the game, professional game right now that are playing this event. One of the big surprises early on had to be John Rahm uh, when he opened up with seventy six. Uh, that, that one, that one was a bit of surprise. I mean, he got going sideways. He thought he'd be down the road. He battled back in day two. He's going to make the cup. He's got a long ways to go, um, in, in this one. So, uh, Jordan Spieth sitting there just inside the cut line at five over par, along with his pal, Justin Thomas, Terrell Hatton's a guy we talked about, Tony Finau, Matt Fitzpatrick or uh, Ricky Fowler. Those guys are at six. Tom Kim, Cam Young at eight and nine. That was a bit of a surprise. Sam Burns at 14 over. Bobby shot 80 in the second round. I don't know what's going on there, but that is not what we expected out of Sam Burns. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll wrap up hour number one next here. It's 105th PGA Championship edition of Real Golf Radio. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob, stay tuned. The back nine, hour number two is coming up next. America's favorite caddy will stop by. I can't wait to talk more about the golf course with him. By the way, Tony Finau, of course, who we follow, he 10 over on holes four through nine. Five under par on the other 12. I mean, that is a brutal stretch of golf there, Bob. I mean, four probably shouldn't be. It was a lot harder today than it was in round number two, but... Or round number one, but wh- how about that stretch five through nine, which Keith Mitchell called the hardest golf he's ever played. <laughs> the fourth hole is a par five, and it and it goes six hundred fifteen yards. The guy said that this would be the easiest hole for them to get to in in two and have opportunities for eagles. Not hole number five is a par three, one hundred and eighty yards. It is the second shortest par three. Then number six is a par four, five hundred and three yards. Mm. And then seven, another good one at 461 yards of par four. And then number eight plays 429. That's the one where you get a breath. And it's a birdie hole. Most of the guys hitting wedges in. And then the ninth hole is 482 yards, dogleg right, uphill, back to the clubhouse. Sheesh, unbelievable. Yeah, nine is a tough hole. And they're, just, and they're tricky little driving holes, too. Yep. Hard to keep the ball in the fairway. Phil Mickelson was asked about the sixth hole after his second round. Why, is it, why in your mind do you think six is so hard? Phil said, well, when it's over 500 yards playing uphill into the wind with water running all up the right side and then cutting across the green, it's going to be hard. He basically told that guy, if you don't know, then you don't know. Yeah. Stay tuned in the back. Now. If you missed something from today's show, you can find it now on iHeartRadio Talk. That's iHeartRadio.com slash talk.
a special news and update station you control. Follow us on iHeartRadio Talk and stay in touch 24-7. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the video game review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA News, I'm Richard Johnson. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky is in Saudi Arabia today for the Arab Summit. He will then travel to Japan to meet with leaders at the G7 Summit. The message he's going to be bringing is one that he's been bringing to European capitals over the past few weeks. And this is about more aid and ammunition as Ukraine is preparing for this counteroffensive to really try to gain control that Russia has during the past year and a half of this war. Bloomberg's Anne-Marie Hordern at the summit in Hiroshima, where the leaders have approved a new package of sanctions and export controls against Russia. Texas is looking west for destinations for busloads of migrants, and Denver Mayor Michael Hancock is not happy. Buffoonery is what it is, and it's really a very insensitive a disingenuous act uh, from someone who who uh, claims to be a servant of the people, and he really isn't. Hancock referring to Texas Governor Greg Abbott. A bus carrying 41 asylum seekers arrived in Denver yesterday after a 24-hour drive. Abbott says he's doing it because Texas border towns are overrun with migrants. As he prepares to formally announce his run for president, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is picking up supporters, like Texas Senator John Cornyn. President Trump's time has passed him by. And I think what's the most important thing to me is that we have a candidate who can actually win. Cornyn says Trump doesn't understand that in the general election, a candidate must appeal to people beyond their base. Also, former Vice President Mike Pence says he'll decide about running by the end of June. A judge in Worcester, Massachusetts, should decide today whether to grant bail to accused classified documents leaker Jack Teixeira. Prosecutors want to keep him in jail until his trial. OpenAI is releasing an iPhone version of its comprehensive artificial intelligence program known as ChatGPT. It's the best-known AI, capable of answering questions in near real-time, incomplete sentences. This is USA News. Right now, you can eliminate odors, mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses in your home with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses Oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. The thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad smells, it eliminates them, leaving that fresh, clean smell just like after a thunderstorm. The thunderstorm is small, plugs right into the wall and fits in the palm of your hand. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen or anywhere you want clean, fresh air. It even includes a USB cord for your car or truck. Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200, a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code USA3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Use USA and the number three. Shipping is free. If Tiger Woods' former girlfriend, Erica Herman, wants more from Woods, it will be through private arbitration. A Florida judge has ruled the couple's non-disclosure agreement is valid in mandating a private arbitration. Herman's accused Woods of sexual assault during their time together. A big honor for one of Hollywood's biggest stars. Harrison Ford received a standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival for his time playing Indiana Jones. 
thought the new film in the franchise got a lukewarm reception. You'll get to find out for yourself at the end of June when Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny opens in the USA. If you're a fan of Pappy Van Winkle and other rare expensive whiskeys, you know it's not so much the price, but the availability. That is the big challenge. In Oregon, the state's Liquor Commission has now come up with new rules on how its own employees can buy the good stuff. The Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission made news over employees scoring rare liquors at cost before they could make it to store shelves. It's a big weekend for NASCAR fans as an old track comes back to life. The historic North Wilkesboro Speedway in North Carolina will host the NASCAR Cup All-Star Race this weekend. track's been closed since 1996, but has undergone a $22 million renovation spearheaded by Dale Earnhardt Jr. It's a small track, small capacity. Just 25,000 will get to see the race in person on Sunday night. I'm Richard Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding 8-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the 10th hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, thank you very much, and welcome into the back nine, hour number two. 105th PGA Championship this week, Oak Hill Country Club. 20 years ago, Bob Casper and I were on the radio broadcast team for this event. Westwood One and CBS Sports Radio. Sean McKeel would go on to win that week. He had an amazing shot on the 18th hole. Two inches. Less than amazing celebration. <laughs> But, but it hey, was a beautiful seven iron. It was an amazing shot. There's a plaque. Yep. We got a volunteer to take a picture of the plaque. We'll post it on uh, Real Golf, at Real Golf on Twitter. If you want to yep. check that out. Coming up this hour, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. We're going to talk a little bit about the golf course. As you guys know by now, the caddy is the one responsible for putting together the yardage books that the players are using to navigate this difficult golf course. Uh, also, if you missed hour number one, our conversation with Tony Finau as he talked about the golf course as well as 
Ian Carter from the BBC. You can check that out at Real Golf or download it wherever your favorite podcast is found. We're heard on Sirius XM 203, iHeartRadio, including the new GNN radio location there, and uh, some affiliate radio stations as well as where your favorite podcasts are found. Check us out. Just search for Real Golf Radio. So excited to talk to the caddy. I know he's got some great thoughts. He always loves major championship weeks, and he absolutely loves Oak Hill. You know, for the most part, Bob, the players love Oak Hill. I haven't really heard anybody complaining no. about it. It's yeah. super hard, but they all say, hey, it's, it's hard but fair. Well, and you get in there and you you know what's expected. You know what's expected of you. It's pretty straightforward and in front of you. You know, there are some um, shots that you have to tee off and hit it a little bit uphill. But for the most part, it is a great golf course and you have to hit some shots. Dottie Pepper and Trevor Immelman on the CBS broadcast team sat down with a few of us in the in the media dining room before play began, and we had kind of a roundtable chat with them. And it was just just learned that Jason Day, who won on the PGA Tour last week, had decided not to play a practice round. Yeah. And uh, Dottie Pepper seemed a bit surprised, as did Trevor. And Dottie says, "Well, that you're going to have to rely on that." yardage book but it is a really good yardage book so yep. you know hey maybe it's straight out in front of you you could try that that didn't work so well for jason but no the yardage book is that good and the caddy does a great job with those so we'll talk about the caddy coming up uh we'll also get into some of the storylines there's some great names at the, on top of the leaderboard a few surprises and a few top players that didn't play like we expected them to we'll get into it all next here on real golf radio are you looking to improve your baseball swing you need the rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life, from carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between. You have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. See store for details. For powerful HP tech your business can count on, count on Staples. Staples has great prices on a full range of HP printers, PCs, laptops, and monitors. And now through May 27th, score an extra $50 off all HP laptops regularly priced $599.99 and above with the Staples Connect app. Plus, this week only, the HP OfficeJet 9015E Wireless Color Inkjet Printer is $70 off. For the best deals on the best HP tech for your small business, shop Staples. In-store only. Excludes Chromebooks and clearance. Progressive presents an ad from Mom. When you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive... (laughs) Bundle? That's a cute word. What? Read it again. Okay. When you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive, you get round-the-clock protection. Oh, that's darn good, because once my sister Dottie, my older sister Dottie, her basement flooded. Get round-the-clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country, carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. 
Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Check out CollectibleExchange.com and use code RADIO20 for 20% off between now and Father's Day. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you. That's code RADIO20 at CollectibleExchange.com. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. It's very challenging, but I feel like on a golf course like this, I'm just kind of one swing away from getting everything back together. And you you get rewarded for good shots out here. And if you execute, you can birdie pretty much any hole. Um, granted, it's going to take two pretty incredible golf shots to do that, but it, it can be done. It's not it's not impossible. And so when you're can kind of hang around the lead and stay in position and you know hopefully wait to get hot um it's a good position to be in and i've done a good job the first two days of keeping the golf course in front of me and scrambling well um tomorrow i'm hoping to hit a few more fairways than i did today make it a little easier on myself but ultimately two under still still a good round around this place scotty scheffler tied for the lead at five under par at the 105th pga championship welcome back to the show brian taylor bob casper at real golf is the twitter handle and scotty scheffler john rom were the two favorites coming into this one bob scotty scheffler playing like it and uh pretty impressive stuff to get to five under par he's he's he, he seems to be managing his his game very well he made what just the one bogey there in the second oh, i guess he had two bogeys two. there in the he second round yeah. but just two bogeys through two rounds is amazing yeah it is amazing seven seven birdies two bogeys as you said and um that just goes to prove that when you've got the guy that is leading the category of total strokes gained and he only makes seven birdies that's how tough this golf course is Mm. playing t to green he's number three and uh approach to the green he's number four so when you're leading those categories you're going to have a chance to get yourself in a position to try to win a golf tournament at the end of the week. He talked about hitting more fairways, hit 57% of his fairways in round number one, 43% in round number two, 20, uh, it's tied for 25th in driving accuracy, tw- tied for 22nd in greens and regs, 61 and 66 over the last two rounds. But uh, what impressed me was the managing of the misses because right. not only was he driving it good and hitting, driving it well and hitting greens, but when he missed, he mitigated the damage. And yeah. we, I've seen, you know, as we've watched, several players that just seem to compound the issue with from trying to do a little bit too much. Scotty's able to manage himself. He was, even though he missed, he was in a good spot to recover. And that's why just the two bogeys and nothing bigger than that so far. Yeah, um, just... You know, you got, the, you got a guy that this golf course really, really sets up well for. Uh, a guy that can shape it right to left, a guy that can shape it left to right, off the tee, right to left, and left to right into the greens. Um, a phenomenal chipper and a phenomenal putter. 
And when you've got that and you tie it all in, uh, Scotty Scheffler is a guy that really has a leg up on the guys that are playing and the guys that, that he's tied with. You know, the other thing that's pretty interesting, he's only played three of these PGA championships. He mm. missed the cut last year in Tulsa, but his other two he played in San Francisco at Harding Park. He finished tied for fourth and at Kiwa Island, he finished tied for eighth. So he likes the PGA championship. No, oh, why not? Right. I mean, he's the number two player in the world. He's a multiple winner this year. He's the player's champion. He's uh, last year's master's champion. So look, he's, he's right in the prime of things. He looks Bob watching him out there. He looks like the guy to beat. Yeah, no doubt about it. Five under par tied with Corey Connors and Victor Hovland. Certainly, if you're going off of which of those three players are you picking, you, you got to like Scheffler. Go 67-68, same as Connors. Victor Hovland flipping it around 68-67. Justin Sue, Bryson DeChambeau there at three under par. Bryson not real happy with his 71 after shooting 66 yesterday. He was elated, excuse me, in round number one, he was elated talking about how his game has finally come together and he's been working really hard at it. What's your take on Bryson DeChambeau? We haven't seen him home a, a, a ton because he's been out playing with Liv. Yeah, you know, and the thing about it is he's not the same guy that we saw. It was funny, okay? So during COVID, he wasn't the same guy that we saw like four four months earlier because he, he gained all the weight and he went through all the swing training and everything and started hitting it crazy long. Well, now we haven't seen him for a long time, and he comes back, and he's not the guy we remembered from just a year or two ago. With with putting all the weight, he's a he's a much skinnier guy. He's got looks like he's got more flexibility, but he's played well. But what he hasn't been tested with is winds and and tough conditions. And it'll be interesting to see what he does when the weather comes in and if it gets windy and those types of things. Because you know he shot one over par in the second round, but uh, but you know four under par on a day when there was no wind at all. Fellow liver Brooks Kepka right there at two under par along with uh, Callum Terran, who you heard a little bit more from uh, with our friend from BBC, Ian Carter. Uh, those two players at two under par, it's interesting because, you know, I, I don't know enough about Callum to, to comment too much, but big hitters in Bryson and Brooks, you know, pretty good hitters there in yep. uh, the top three guys with Scheffler, Connor, and, and Hovland. So uh, what's your take on, on Brooks and where he's at and those players tied for six there at two under par? You know, uh, a lot of these guys are saying, you know, if you can keep the ball in the fairway, especially with the distance that they're hitting it, you know, guys like Scotty Scheffler and Brooks Kepka and stuff, those guys played together in the first two rounds. Brooks hit a beautiful drive on the 18th hole after making birdie at 17. Beautiful drive on 18 and then hit a, a, a phenomenal shot to about 8 or 10 feet on the 18th hole and ended up making birdie to shoot 66 in the second round. Um, he is He's playing some really good golf. He's showing that he can compete um, in major championships just like he did at Augusta, and here he is right back here tied for sixth at two under par. Not high in the greens and reg, but really doing a nice job off the tee. So maybe the iron game could sharpen up just a little mm -hmm. bit, but when he's missing, he's he's doing what he needs to to get it up and in and not make any big numbers. The thing I like about Brooks is 
just bogeys. Again, no big numbers. I, they, right. the, the players talked about it early in the you know before the tournament started about mitigating your your mistakes to eliminate doubles and triples. It's not yes. very often outside of a U.S. Open that the triple bogey even is part of the discussion. Uh, tied for eighth, Taylor Pendrith at one under par, along with Justin Rose. So that is it. Just nine players that are under par. Uh, what's your thoughts on Taylor Pendrith? Obviously, hits it a long ways, a Canadian, and then Justin Rose, who is a major champion winner again going along with Kepka, DeChambeau, and Scheffler, all there as players under par with major championship resume. You know, it's kind of cool that you 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 look down that leaderboard and you see Corey Connors at the top. He's a Canadian. Also, Taylor Pendrith, a Canadian. And then uh, Adam Svensson, also a Canadian, even par. That's pretty good. That's great representation. Mike Weir would be really proud. So you're talking about the Tiger effect for a lot of these young guys. This is the Weirsy <laughs> effect. Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, absolutely. All right, I like that. Uh, I'm interested in Rose. Do you remember I was Rose was one of my dark horse picks at Augusta? You know, yeah. he won at AT&T. He's obviously been a great player, but seemed to have found some form. Here he is in contention now, tied for eighth. And, uh, again, won the U.S. Open at Marion. Completely different golf course, but uh, obviously you needed to, you know, hit fairways and greens around that place as well. In the t- uh, tied for 10th spot there at even par, Sepp Straka, Keith Mitchell, who has been trending this year, Minwoo Lee, Adam Svensson, who you mentioned, Rory McIlroy, Shane Lowry, a couple of major champions there, and Keegan Bradley also, who is a PGA Championship winner. There's a lot of guys that I'm intrigued about there, but how about Rory, who was going the wrong way early, Bob, and then fought his way back to only shoot one over par, came back with a 69, and uh, sits there at even par. So one over, one under for Rory. And this is a guy that's uh, won the PGA Championship twice and is hoping to return to major championship form, having last hoisted the Wanamaker and his last major win back at uh, Valhalla in 2014. Well, he's creep, creeping up the leaderboard. Like like you said, he started really rough in the first round um, with with bogeys, three bogeys on the back nine to get to uh, to three over par, and then made a couple birdies and another bogey and another birdie to get back to to get back in respectable plus one. Once he did that. Um, it almost gave him a different change, a, a mindset change to where, you know, going out and shooting one under par. Anytime you can shoot under par in this golf course, it's a great score. He shoots one under par and gets back to even. He is well within reach of the top guys. And he's still not driving it very well. He's tied for 144th yeah. in driving accuracy. I mean, that's surprising. And that's not him. Right. Well, right. But if he, but that's been kind of what he's been fighting. The thing that you like is, is that T to green, he's 14th putting 48th so and approach the green he's fifth so even though he's not hitting fairways he's finding a way to get it on the green and making some putts Rory McIlroy is a guy that's played he came into this one a little bit different a little bit of a chip on his shoulder Bob so much different in his pre-tournament interview than he did at Augusta where he just seemed to be engaging full of confidence this one he was a little bit chippy and very, very short, said he doesn't want to talk about the live stuff. He's only there to focus on his golf. And so, again, maybe a bit of a different attitude for um, Rory McIlroy. We'll see. Shane Lowry is interesting, right? Shane just won the Open Championship in his home country there in Ireland, only to see the pandemic kind of shut it down for him after that. Right. So he right. sort of got forgotten through the pandemic. Here he is back in contention. I like that. Keegan Bradley says he is putting as 
as well as he did back with the belly putter. Remember, he was going on a bit of a tear. He was a Ryder Cup hero uh, there for a bit, and but then the belly putter was taken away from him, and he struggled. So he says his putting's back to belly putter standards, and uh, watch out for Keegan Bradley. This guy's a tough guy, and he's sitting there at even par. So that's a look at the leaderboard. There's many more stories to go along with that. Coming up next, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. We'll ask him about what he's seen over the first two rounds and more on the golf course at Oak Hill for the 105th PGA Championship. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio, brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. The full 18 holes of the Tom Weiskopf Championship design opens up next Saturday, May 27th. Go to blackdesertresort.com where you can look at the tee sheet, book a tee time, and experience Black Desert for yourself at blackdesertresort.com. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the caddy joins us each and every week here on Real Golf Radio. We love to have him on board. And I'll tell you what, one of the things I know he's going to want to talk about, how can you not, is the PGA Club Pro that not only made the cut, but is he tied for 10th? He is tied for 10th. Unbelievable stuff. Michael Block, and he got a little bit emotional after at the end of his interview. By the way, he was all confidence. He's like, look, I'm not scared of these guys anymore. I play with Cam- Patrick Cantley and Bo Hostler back home. We have our games. I don't get too worried about it. And uh, somebody asked him at the end or mentioned that he'd beat John Rahm by six shots so far. And this is what he had to say. Pretty, pretty cool, to say the least. Um, yeah. I wish you guys could come to my office and hang out and with me and come teach with me on the back of the of the driving range with my students who are out there right now. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why that makes me emotional, but it does. Sorry, John. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know who I beat, who I didn't beat. I'm going to go out there and uh, do my best and put my head down and uh, play as well as I can for the next two days. What a great storyline, Michael Block. Caddy, what do you think of that, man? That's pretty cool stuff. It's it's beyond cool stuff. It's just, it's so great because there's so many good players. Um, and there's only 156 guys who get into the field and there's only so many guys who get their tour card and there's lots of guys who are very close to doing so. And to get the opportunity, he's played in seven of the last eight PGAs. He's played in six in a row, which gives you an idea of how good he is. Cause to do that, you got to finish top 20 in the club pro national club pro every year yep and uh so you can really play when you get into multiple majors as a pga member and uh i saw i saw a stat someone tweeted in the last 10 years in the southern cal section he's finished first or second in 48 percent of 146 starts which is tigers looking at him going how you do that I can't do that. I mean, that's impressive, right? So, and, and if you're watching, he's just swinging it so good. He's just got it locked in. He's hitting the irons right at it. Um, he haven't, he, he haven't even had a, a just flat out cold Husker do on the, on the fifth hole today. Yeah. He acknowledged also known as a shank or a pitch out. Yeah. But so did DJ. So did DJ. And, um, but anyway, he, but to he your had point, one of those, Caddy, but, he's, he said that his, his range sessions have been like video games. He's been striping it so well. Oh, you can just see it. He's just locked in. So it'd be cool to see him continue. Um, it's going to be a tough day tomorrow. Tough day in the rain but on a Saturday. But um, it just, yeah, hopefully he'll keep doing it and plugging away and have have a great finish. So good for him. I mean, that would be... I can't think of a crazier story. I mean, you know, the famous Bill Murray line from, you know, Cinderella story, yep. you know, that whole, but I mean, that would be, 
I, I guess I, I think it would be cool. Would people think that's crazy that a club pro could go out and beat the best professionals? You know, the touring professionals? Yeah. I mean, would that be a negative on the tour? Or would no, it, it wouldn't be a negative on the tour. But it'd be crazy for anybody to think that that could happen. Yeah. Um, but it has happened. It happened to Ben Hogan. So, <laughs> I mean, if it could happen to Ben Hogan, it yeah. could happen. Jack Fleck was basically a, a club pro when he beat Ben Hogan in the U.S. Open. So yeah, it has happened. That was Olympic a long time club. ago. It was. Yeah. It happens once every hundred years, kind of like <laughs> pandemic, I guess. Oh, don't bring that so, up. No, don't bring that up. So no, but but look, I, I feel I feel it's so cool, and all the club pros are feeling great because if you're a guy in the Southern Cal section who's finishing. The, you know, another great player down there, and and you can look at it and say, "Wow, this guy's that good." Because look where he, look how good he really is. Um, yeah. So, and he represents yeah. us. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, good stuff. So that'll be an interesting story to follow. A really fun story. Uh, well, let's talk about this golf course. I mean, caddy. I know you love this. I mean, you talk about you love U.S. Opens because you want pain. Well, there's pain being delivered by Oak Hill this week. There is pain. There's not as much. Well, there's a pain that's administered in a good, fair, and proper way, which is what this course does. Right. Then there's the kind of pain I'm talking about, which is the mental pain when people start thinking something's unfair. That's kind of where I was going with my pain part, which is kind of nasty. I mean, but you know, anyway, that is nasty. Deep, okay, let's let's hear the from dark Cantley. Soul of the caddy, the but, deep dark soul of the caddy. Here's what Cantley yeah. had to say. So this is not the what you're talking about, but this is what Cantley said. Yeah, I think on a golf course like this, good rounds go a really long way. If you hit great shots all day, uh, you can play a good round. And if you just get a little off all day, you can play a you know a round like I did yesterday where I shot uh, four over par. So it's just the the line is that is that small. You got better be on the right side of it. So that's not enough pain for you, is what you're saying? Well, that kind of sounds. You could take that same description and apply it to a course that is played every year in the springtime in Georgia. There's a kind of a line, and you you're you're working on the knife edge and you go one way or the other on it. You can shoot 65 or 78. And, uh, yeah, I just, I can't say enough about how good this golf course is. I was, I was going to text, uh, Scotty, Teddy, Teddy, and, and ask him a question. I, I was thinking, how am I going to ask him this question on a scale of one to 10? Do you rate Oak Hill as a 10, a 12 or a 14? <laughs> I think that's how I can. <laughs> so I think very highly of it. I'm just, you know, watching it on TV and the, here's the best part. It's not even playing that hard. <laughs> Condition-wise, that's yeah. the best part, right? Yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> not, so. not a lot of weather, no wind. Got a little bit of moisture in the golf course early yesterday when they had the frost delay. And then they got moisture in the golf course in the afternoon in the second round. And now they're really going to get it today on Saturday when it's supposed to rain almost the whole day. So our low score so far is a, is four under 66. Mm-hmm. Our low 18 hole. Yeah. That's, um, 
it's impressive if that's if that's the low score for the week. You just don't see that happen very often anymore. That's um, that's uh, gives you an idea. Do you think this is but, playing more like a U.S. Open as far as you know the train wrecks that can happen and that kind of thing, or is or is it, it doesn't seem like it's playing traditionally like a PGA? It is the PGA. The PGA kind of goes from year to year. Sometimes it plays like the the U.S. Open. Sometimes it plays a little more friendly, and the scores are pretty low. But it definitely it morphs into a U.S. Open like situation at, at times. And this golf course is just this is a U.S. Open golf course. The USGA is probably looking at Oak Hill right now, looking their chops, thinking, "When can we come here?" Um. I would be if I, I, I want to hold the U S open air as soon as possible. So Randall Chambly said would, that if the golf courses were set up like this, the players would organically go to a roll the ball back by choosing a spinnier golf ball to be able to keep it in the fairways. And that this may be more, a better solution, this kind of a setup than, than rolling the golf ball back. I don't know. Interesting comment. Yeah. I think the, the, the use of the word organically is interesting. Um, and uh, Randall's a Randall's a studied guy, so. But yeah, that's. Uh, so how about you know about the one ball rule, right? This week. Talk so, it. This is a good. So so there is no one ball rule this week. You can use two two different kinds of golf balls if you want. Mm. During the round. And yeah. switch them up during yeah. the round. It's no big deal. That's right. Mickelson did that. Hmm. Now here's the thing. I'm going to throw out at you. Of course he did. What are the chances if you could give Phil an opportunity to use like seventeen different golf balls during a round? Would he's not going to be able to resist that? He's no, gonna he'll use one every hole. He's just that's how Phil is, right? He, even if even if he knew that one ball was the best thing, he'd still have to use multiple balls just because. Oh, look! This guy's done can. two drivers. He's done no drivers. He's you know he's messed around with everything, right? So. 64 degree wedges, you know, the whole nine yards. So why not? You know, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. Can you imagine how slow play it would be if you could uh, have ball in hand and switch golf balls based on shots? So, okay, here's my tee ball, right? And then when I get down there, I'm going to swap it out for this ball because, hey, by the way, this thing slopes too too far back to front. So I'm going to go ahead and hit a less spinny golf ball into this one. And then I'm going to switch it out when I'm, because I missed the green, I'm going to switch it out for a real spinny golf ball so I can check this and hold it a little bit. I I thought, man, if you you had an arsenal of golf balls, you know, it would just be a whole crazy different level. Crazy. We don't need to go down that rabbit hole. We don't. don't. But it crossed my mind. That's a deep one, isn't it, Caddy? That's deep. I mean, could you imagine on the tee and now you got to figure out, what do you like, three iron with which ball? <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Well, you can hit the four with a high, low compression or, or hit the five with the rock, you know, anyway. All right, let's talk about Caddy joining us here. I love that, by the way. Uh, five through nine, tough stretch of holes. Take us through five through nine. Keith Mitchell said probably the toughest stretch of holes he's ever played. I thought that was pretty pretty telling. So if five's going to play tough, it's got to be because of hole locations. It's a short little par three. Um, got to be probably the shortest hole in the course. I think it's shorter than fifteen. So that's going to be about just you got to have a hole location to play five tough. Um, six is just I mean, six is all you want. It's a par five from the back of the tee. Even for the tour players, they're playing it up about twenty yards, and it's a 
decent sized fairway to hit it into, but there's a good body of water off to the right. And then just left of the green, there's more water and it's about 500 yards. Now 500 yards isn't what it used to be, but a lot of guys can hit irons in there. Certainly most, most, most everybody's going to hit an iron and maybe even a six or seven or eight iron in there. Yeah. But, but nowadays, if you have a hole where a, half, a guy has to come in with a five iron, that's just unbearable for him. We used to do it all the time, Bob. Remember? Yep. <laughs> but, yep. but now, but we weren't also, we also weren't here to go five or 230 yards either. That's so, exactly right. But it's just got everything. It, it, it's just missing an out of bounds. That's about all it's missing. It's got all the features and it's long and it's just, yeah, it's just a, it's a good fair green. Like most of the holes out there. It has an opening in front. If you want to bounce it in, you got plenty of room to bounce it in. It's just a, it's just come and get me. It's a tough hole. Patrick Cantley, line one. He called the sixth fairway almost unhittable today. Uh, today, really, with the firmness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have thought it was harder the first round to hit. That's what he I, said. I'd have to. Huh. Well, I. Mm, I guess it, dep- it does depend on how far you drive it because it necks. It's wide at the start. It's a little bit of a, it looks like a cut shot tee shot because you have these left bunkers and they kind of stack up on each other. It's like, yeah, I mean, if you hit it way down there, like 330 plus, then you're, then you're kind of pinching in and it's getting interesting. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's, there's a lot of lot harder fairways to hit than that one, I would think. Well, there you go. I'm just just passing it on. Just just the messenger here. You can take it up with Patrick Cantley. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you hang on for a second? We got to take a break, but I want to continue. That's five six. We haven't even get to seven eight nine. I want to get your take on that. Plus, uh, I want to compare this to next month's U.S. Open test since this is so much like a U.S. Open and the the differences in the two L.A. North to what we're seeing here in the East Course at Oak Hill. So stay tuned. The caddy will join us or continue with us next here on Real Golf Radio. Everyone expects distance from their driver. We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance. From Callaway, the kings of distance. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade, but it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. 
This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with precision technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best, better for everyone. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you in part by Callaway and the new Paradigm family of clubs from Driver, Fairway Woods, Hybrids, Irons. Uh, Bob, you have now taken yours out for a little bit of a test drive. What, what do you think of that new driver? Well, I like that new driver. Mm. It's it's really nice. Um, it's got a nice penetrating ball flight. You don't hit any of those really kind of risers or anything with it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to dial it in. But I've hit some really good drives with it, really good drives with it. I'll tell you, four rounds in, I will declare that it is the best driver that I have ever hit. That is 100%. a big statement. 100%. I've never yeah. hit a driver as well or as far or as fun to hit. The great sound, feel, everything about it. Absolutely. you got it. triple diamond and I've got normal paradigm. There you go. Check them out. There's options. CallawayGolf.com. All right, continuing now with America's favorite caddy. So we were talking about five through nine. Keith Mitchell calling them the toughest stretch of holes he's ever played. This was after round number two. So we talked about six. Take us through seven, eight, and nine, caddy. So, yeah, it's, um, typically when you have touch stretches like that, you're, you're talking long par fours, and that's what we have on six seven and nine um and then eight eight like bowling alley narrow looking off the tee so seven's an interesting hole it's about 490 and it's not a driver hole and it has a creek that mm. definitely comes in the, on the tee shot and you've got to place it well it bounces the right off the tee a little bit uh you saw rory hit an iron off there that wasn't too bad a shot not too far offline and went in the water off the tee so it, it takes a precision tee shot so <clears throat> and it's a layup so now you've got a long club coming in you got a long iron coming in and again it has a it's opening it's uphill into the green and you've got pretty good trees on the right that will play with your shot a little bit if you've hit it up the right side of the fairway 
it managed to not go in the water off the tee. Yeah. So, and then it's a decent green too. It's not, it's not a super simple green for a 490 some yard hole with something like that. <laughs> uh, so that's number seven. So, so interesting, is, interesting enough. We, what we followed Tony Finau, um, on that front nine in the practice round on Wednesday and he hit it. He told us as we talked to him that he, that he hits an iron off the tee and doesn't try to push it up the fairway too far because it narrows down and it kind of goes a little left more. And so he hit like a four or three iron off the tee and still had a four or three iron into the green, still had 220 yards in uphill and into the wind. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you could in theory try to drive it there, but that, that I, that's not anyway. So, um, he could try to blow it over the trees on the left or something, but that's a little, that's really taking a chance because then it bounces towards water. So number eight is, um, eight's kind of sort of a dead straight hole and has fairway bunkers that kind of pinch in and it just looks super tight off the tee has a look to it. But it's, it's actually, you drive it in the fairway, it's sort of a birdie hole. Yeah. Because you're going to hit, they've been hitting short clubs in. It's been kind of downwind. Um, but it's not, it, you put the ball in the fairway on eight, you can make a birdie on that hole. Uh, and then nine, <laughs> dog leg right, uphill pretty good. Um, there's fairway bunkers out there, but they're kind of more target bunkers. And, um, gosh, what's nine? It's got to be about 500 yards long, mm-hmm. and it's up yep. to yep. – it's just all you want. I mean – it's a And it's, it's a fairway that canters to the left, but the shape of the hole goes to the right. Yeah, a little bit of that opposite idea, kind of the Olympic opposite slope, dog leg right, like number five, but not that severe. Yeah. Um, but so those holes, if you take the water out, because there just isn't any at Wingfoot. Those are basically transplants from Wingfoot. That's what Wing, Wingfoot's about the long, raw par four. Just come and get me, right? And that's pretty much what these, that's what these, that stretch of holes is. Uh, then add in, add in a, a little creek to make it that much harder. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, well, here's an interesting yeah. one to kind of prove the what you're saying there. Seven of the most difficult nine holes this week are on the outward nine. It's been 30 years since so many of the most difficult holes were on one side of the scorecard at a PGA Championship through 36 holes. you got to go back to 93 at Inverness Club. Seven of the most difficult nine holes through round two were on the front nine. So um, you probably are really familiar with Inverness, but um, I thought that was pretty pretty telling that's been 30 years since we've had a stacked nine like that yeah that is interesting and inverness had a huge redo they turned that and um they turned that place into a brute it's always been a great course but it was it wasn't that long before when i had caddied there in that pga that bob tway won or that actually was the zinger one sorry the a zinger pga um it wasn't that long but it is now and uh well, there's a summer haze who likes it. I know that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, it just. I think I think I heard that the stroke average on the six hole was close to four point nine. Yeah, on a par four, and what's what's super high for a stroke average on a par four? Four and a half, four point five, super high, right? Yeah, or yeah. maybe maybe put a little higher than that. 
So 4.9, that's just out of control. But I don't think it's an unfair hole. You drive it down there, and you're going to have an iron in, and it's, I mean, it's just hard. So. Hey, Caddy, with the few minutes that we have left, what do you think about the leaderboard? What surprised you? Who stood out to you uh, amongst the guys that are there now? Well, I want to make one more comment I just thought about okay. on the sixth hole. There is one thing that as Tom Kim found out, there's a Kraken <laughs> that lives in there. And you've got to, I mean, that's the problem. How many coals have a sea monster that can, you know, do you damage? So drag anyway. you down into the black mud. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. That was something, right? That was that was second <laughs> that to was Aquaman. Priceless. Yeah, Aquaman was was kind of. It's tough to beat Aquaman. Aquaman right? was I mean, just, it, I mean, the splash, right? I mean, the splash it, was good. The best part of the reason, one of the things that solidified Aquaman to its status was the way Tiger was laughing watching it, right? <laughs> that, I mean, that kind of puts the cherry on top. <laughs> oh, no, Tom Kims, Tom Kims was impressive. That was, yeah. that was, hey, you know, like Hogan said, you got to dig it out of the dirt or the mud or whatever. <laughs> or so, the mud. <laughs> he's a mutter, that Tom Kim. He's a mutter. There you go. Yeah, That's okay. how you can t- identify him now. Yeah, the mutter. Yeah. Hey, what do, you, what do you think of Scotty Scheffler being on top? Um, this is, this seems to me like it's a golf course right up his alley. Yeah, it is. I'll tell you, it's a golf course up Bryson DeChambeau's alley, big time. He's, he's had a lot of success on courses just like this, but Scotty, Scotty is kind of looking like, you know, is he going to be maybe, a Tom Watson-like guy, is he going to win eight majors? He's looking that good, isn't he? Mm. I mean, his worst finish this year is 12th, I believe. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, he's just looking like, you know, how long will this go on? You, You always wonder because it could go on for 20 years or it could be, Kind of like Jordan Spieth looked like he wasn't, you know, what was going to slow down Jordan Spieth? And then all of a sudden he kind of slowed down. Not like not like he's disappeared. I mean, he's still one of the best players in the world. But Scotty kind of looks like he may just do this for a long time, doesn't he? The other thing that stands out is just his demeanor. I mean, on a scale from one to Terrell, um, I mean, he's pretty low on that uh, temper meter. Did you yeah, like that? He, you, no, nothing, nothing for the one to Terrell. I thought that was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, you I just laughed. let it go. I mean, well, if you like it, you got to say I something. Chuckled. Nobody can see your face. It's radio. Come on, give me, <laughs> give me a little feedback here. You know, like, I, I have a face made for radio, um, but yeah, one to Terrell. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. Every time I, I speaking of Terrell, I don't, is Terrell like a national treasure, or is he something that just makes you cringe, or both? Well, he's from at different times. He's a Brit, so I don't know if he could be considered a well, national treasure. But I, yeah, I, well, I, I love Terrell Hatton, by the way. Well, you know, Brit, Brit great. Uh, England's a country, so he's their national. Oh, treasure. oh okay, I so, see. Okay, yeah. yeah. But anyway, no, he's a gosh, he's awfully entertaining. I think, um, I think if you had if you paired up Spieth and Terrell, you just have a microphone in the group, and you you just give the broadcasters a day off, right? <laughs> just. Give, give the announcers a day off. Just run it. You're fine. 
So, oh, anyway. Katie, that's great. But, hey, we we're out of time. Uh, you, your your Scotty Scheffler comment and demeanor is going to have to leave with with Terrell. But it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining over the next two days, and we look forward to recapping it with you next week. And then we'll get into that discussion about how will this compare and what can we take away from this as we look forward to LA North next uh, month at the uh, U.S. Open. So thanks so much, man. Always fun to talk golf with you, bud. Good job. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll wrap up the show next. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. 
Special thanks to the caddy for joining us there for an extended segment as we talk about Oak Hill and the PGA Championship. Also, in hour number one, if you missed it, be sure to check out at uh, Real Golf on our Twitter feed, where you can, or you can also download us where your favorite podcasts are found. But we had our good friend from the BBC, Ian Carter, join us, as well as conversation with Tony Finau as he talked a little bit about the challenge that Oak Hill presents. Well, it's going to be a challenge for the leaders. Bob, this is going to be one to watch because I love the fact that you've got major champions and number two in the world, soon to be number one again, Scotty Scheffler, if he goes on to win, and uh, a bunch of other players mixed in with some guys that are chasing their first major. I mean, this is just what you want. It is. Uh, It's exciting to see these guys. Uh, Victor, like you said, is trying to get his first. You got Bryson and Brooks and Scotty Scheffler, but don't. Don't count out Corey Connors. He's the McKeel Duffner pick. He as is as far as yeah. I'm considering okay. right now. Considering right now through 36 holes, um, but you know there's a lot of guys right back there. A lot of guys have a chance to win, and um, this round on Saturday is the one that's going to separate the men from the boys. I'm looking at Cantlay and DJ at plus one, and uh, Rory McIlroy at even to be making a move and challenge these guys as well. That'll do it for us for Dave Glauser and Bob Casper. I'm Brian. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the Video Game Review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. 